Hey guys, this is your Aunties Could Never, a podcast where you get to hear from your favorite aunties, have all the real talk with our thoughts on what's going on in the world. We'll be reminiscing about what it was like back in our day, and most importantly, helping you sort out your daily dilemmas with advice only your coolest aunties can give. I'm Auntie AK, and I'm here with my fellow aunties. I'm Auntie Farah. Introduce yourself, guys, fully and completely. You didn't. You just said I'm Auntie AK. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm Auntie AK, fan of the British Blacklist and other things. Go on. I'm Auntie Farah. I am a production liaison manager for BBC Studio Works. I'm Auntie Nana. I am a fashion designer, and my company's called Love Yaya. I'm Auntie Sade and I run a couple businesses, Everyday Friday, which is a clothing brand, Natural Star Story, which is my hair brand, and, every, um, and Fresh Strawberry, which is my event management company. Hi, I'm Auntie Sarita, and I am an award-winning blogger and content creator. We're about Hi. to get in. Hi. We're about to get into what's going on in the world. With what have you heard, girls? What's going on, aunties? So I have been reading on the independent news site that there's been a foray with Jess Bezos. Um, this was mine too. We can share the news. Yes, we can share this together. But okay, so basically, just to give everybody the heads up amazon created a fund for their uh, i guess it would be like they're kind of contracted workers so the drivers the delivery drivers you're not necessarily employed by amazon you're actually like a freelancer so they created a fund and they put it out there they added 25 million but also said if the public wanted to add some money into the pot it could do so so this struck me in the heart because basically jeff bezos and amazon have the world's money why would you need anybody else donating to your staff for one they shouldn't even be contract staff for one they should be employed should really have contracts full contracts because you need them to run your business and this is just a loophole you're already not paying taxes. Then you're not paying your staff properly. Then you want the public to then pay your staff is what ludicrous. Last episode, you were kind of asking and hoping that Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates <laughs> are going to get together and donate a couple uh, grants to us, the individual messages. is worth 113.9 billion, okay? Billion. He could just give his interest for one day to all these people and they'd be all right, you know? Just his interest alone. You're asking people to pay you. No, come on now. You're asking for GoFundMe for your staff or not your staff, your freelance contract, zero hours people. Like you said, it's it's something that he's doing or that those companies do in order to not have to pay all these benefits and this, that, and the other. But Amazon is still working. So it's not like they're not still working. They are still operational. It's like Amazon's probably going to grow double in the yeah. time that we're yeah. all on lockdown. At the moment, yeah. So your, your business growth is phenomenal. It would be nothing, like just a small gesture, just a small token to open it up, to pay your staff, but maybe even the world staff. Maybe just open it up. <laughs> people get in there with Amazon. It's, like, it's a business that's worth a trillion. As a business that started off from his, his small office, it's like, come on, like, where's your... Are we, are we now not seeing the truth of the matter behind what companies are actually worth and what they actually got? Yeah. Isn't it it's starting to expose um, the myth and the PR around these things? Not to dispute that he probably has got millions and trillions. However, 
well, how do they even find the, the gall to ask for money? Like, it doesn't make any sense. What are we missing here? Remember how much I said that he is worth, right? He, in his divorce settlement, I just need to find the correct figure because when I read it, before, <laughs> I was like, hold on, wait a minute. So his divorce settlement was 38 billion. Wow. wow. 38 billion. His wife should be paying people for that too. His wife. <laughs> <laughs> His wife's got 38 billion. 38 wow. billion. It is the biggest divorce settlement in history. And people, man, I'm Rose, oh, man, I'm complaining about What's his wife's name? I need to throw her in. Come on, you've got the world's money too. This is ridiculous. Nancy or something. Her name is, hang on, I can't remember, but basically 38 million is what she I wonder got. if she needs a friend. I could be, <laughs> right? I could be a friend. I could hang out with Nancy. Is her name, don't listen to me, is her name even Nancy? <laughs> <laughs> I am available, to, we can hang out together. Trust me, and he's asking people for money. You gave 38 billion because you dipped your doodah where you shouldn't have dipped it and had to pay out, yeah, to your ex-missus. Wow. You gave her 38 billion. You're still worth 137 or 139 billion, and you're asking people to fund your freelancers. Ridiculous. He should feel ashamed. Her name's Mackenzie. It's such a American Aww. name. Mackenzie. She's sitting by the pool right She's now. now the world's fourth richest woman. Wow. Just from a divorce. When, what are we doing wrong, girls? And I'm not, I know, right? I'm not, I'm not Have you seen him? No. I'll deal with him if I can have the caveat that I'm afraid that I can't do anything that's against my religion. <laughs> and my morals. <laughs> he hasn't, I mean, are people responding? Is he going to get that help or what's happening? What's the next? No, thing? they kind of changed the wording slightly, but the fund is still open if anybody does want to donate to freelancers. <laughs> but that was my new segment. Maybe we, if we wanted to do that, maybe we could actually start tipping the individual drivers if you really wanted to. No? Silence. Yeah, 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 I hear you. I mean, I would love to not use Amazon, but I, I'm waiting on a package now. But it's, <laughs> it's like you can't even not use them. The thing is, they are amazing.com. That's what they should be called, amazing.com. Rival them there. I want him to have a rival soon. Yeah. What happened to eBay? Is eBay not even up there anymore? Nah, it's not as far. I haven't miles apart now. Yeah. Can I talk about self-made? Has oh. anyone watched it with oh. CJ Madden Walker Please. on Netflix? Oh, no, it's on my list. <laughs> yes, um, Yeah. Okay, so my thing is, I watched it. I did watch it. I was kind of forced to watch all of it. I only wanted to watch one episode. Who forced you? Oh, no. Uh, oh, who forced someone called Auntie AK forced me to watch your episode? <laughs> I didn't even watch two of them. Oh, I mean, I thought it was a film. No, it's an episode. Four episodes. Four part series. It's on Netflix um, with, what's her name? Octavia Spencer and okay. Tiffany Haddish. Um, oh. And it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be an interpretation of the life of Madame Walker, who was noted as one of the first um, 
millionaires, uh, I think in general, um, first, definitely first female, definitely first black female millionaires noted anyway, kind of thing in the States. And she is known or associated with the hot comb, although she didn't invent it, she just popularized it. And also perm as well, which also she didn't invent, she just popularized, popularized it as well, kind of thing. So I was skeptical from the beginning anyway, because I'm just like, although I think, yes, we should tell stories of great black women and that sort of thing. However, I am I am just, I've got conflict in terms of what her legacy is because being known for perm and hot perm and, and that sort of thing, there is like, she's helped basically, or her, her, her influence basically, it helped black women essentially like straighten their hair and kind of go to a more European kind of aspect of beauty, which I don't, you know, in my core, I don't agree with, you know, kind of thing. And her legacy really still stands today, like in terms of like perm still sells, people still press their hair, that sort of thing. Um, although I do feel like we've come a long way, but I've had issues with it anyway. Then watching it, I, I was so disappointed. <laughs> I was just so disappointed. From the first episode, and I don't want to give too much away because of people that haven't watched it. From the first episode, I was just like, what fresh hell is this? <laughs> this is nonsense. <laughs> this is absolute nonsense. The way they tried to set up the whole scenario or the motivations behind her um, starting her business for behind her um, continuing her business and that sort of thing was just like no I don't believe it there's no facts to back this up whatsoever I think yeah. it's just a farce and I really think that um, whoever is managing is it Addie's estate yeah. they need to come yeah, and say something well, because from what I can see, Addie was a dark-skinned woman also, so I don't know what, what they're going with. And she had a similar hair texture to Imagine C. Date Walker. Also as well, oh, do you guys mind if I say what happens? Or? In the last episode, it reveals that she stole the recipe. So sorry, what? So what, you're going to make us, yeah? <laughs> Sympathise with someone, yeah, who stole the recipe of someone's product of who someone, I think in, real, in, in reality, she was her mentee. So my mentee comes into my business, yeah, takes my, steals my idea, <laughs> steals my idea, and then goes and makes a profit, and then she's held as some sort of hero. No, I'm sorry, no. Not at all. Seriously. The thing is, at the end of the day, and I think there was one woman on, uh, on Instagram who, who just hit the nail on the head. At the end of the day, they could have told the story for what it was. They didn't have to mix it or remix it the way that they did to pit one woman against the other. Do you know what I mean? Like, they could have just sold it as this, as this one woman who had this idea, who mentored this other woman. Apparently, CJ Walker worked for Addy, so was her best, one of her best sellers, opened two stores or something for her. Do you know what I mean? They didn't tell that story. And also, they got so much because they really did even how they had her moving from one place to another they didn't show that they were actually together and had had set up as you say in multiple places together yes. and they had her down as like this washerwoman and that's not what she yes. was and you know um she learned a lot cj walker learned a lot from her mentor and it wasn't they they weren't pitted against each other in the way that it's represented on the screen yes. and it just made it out to be some colorism thing and, and yes 
it wasn't. They just, they totally took the story and manipulated the truth. And the story itself is juicy. They didn't even need to do any of that. It was like, That's what was cool. the actual point of you guys doing what you did? It makes no sense to me. I got to one and a half episodes and I'm done. I can't well, wait. I finished it, but the colorism aspect of it, I thought, where that didn't even exist, why would you use that? when it wasn't actually a thing. Right. That's actually, actually right. true. I think it's, that, um, that boils down to, um, unfortunately, amateur storytelling because what they've done is like they've done they told a millennial story a remix history in a way that, you know, like millennials, they, they think they know everything and coming to bring their own arrogance onto something that people from our generation and beyond have been waiting for a story like Madame C.J. Walker for so long. She's like legend folklore, the first black millionaire, all this type of stuff. We've, we've been waiting for a visualization of this woman's story for so long. And this version, that, again, I agree, I'm 100% disappointed. The rival is, um, in, in real life, she's called Annie Malone. Yeah. And she was also the first black, like, I mean, she's credited as being a black millionaire as well. So yeah. Well, and she did and so much for her community. And she did so much for her community. So they it's both have- going on. They both had great careers, great legacies, and it just turned into being a bitty cat. I think Carmen Ojogo is a woman who played Addie. Um, she's a British actress, actually. And I'm not one who's going to shy away from the colorism issue because it, it, it happens, it's real. And especially at that time in those days, especially around WDD Du Bois, they had the thing called the Talented Tent. They had this whole thing about the lighter you are, the more it was the light-skinned people who were going to take the black community forward because they were seen as more progressive simply because of their looks. That was very prevalent. And considering it was a time not long after the emancipation, colorism and things like that would have been peak but it could have been told in such a better way. It was so heavy-handed and just Yeah, but I, the thing is, it's just, yes, it was peak, but that's not their story. Exactly. It's not true. That's my point. That's my point. It's just my not true. Point. Do you know what I mean? So why would you bring it up? Why would you why would you invent that to de- like it exactly. existed for exactly. people who are not gonna do the research? Do you know what I mean? The gen- the majority of people aren't gonna look at it and they don't have to be millennials, they can be older than us, you know. They'll look at it and be like, Yeah, that's how it was. No, it wasn't. They could have active when it actually wasn't that at that and I think the fact that we keep on getting fed this colorism narrative in a falsehood, it also illegitimizes when you have real cases. That's, yeah. that's what I think is actually way more dangerous because when it's real, yeah. shine a light on it. When it wasn't mm-hmm. there, don't make it don't make it up. Because yeah. it is a real thing, but it isn't a real thing in every aspect of our lives. Like exactly. literally you don't have to have the downtrodden dark skinned woman everywhere. Because this isn't just what we are. So that, I think, really annoyed me more than anything else was the fact that these were two dark-skinned women, both had black parents, both became successful, both millionaires. Why you try to retell this story from a colorism aspect is just foolishness. The amount of black people working on the production as well, I was like, what's your agenda? Now I'm looking at all of they're all on the list. I am looking at them like, <laughs> what are you guys up to? Because yeah. why was nobody saying, no, I'm not going to be a part of this? It's not, remove her name then. Have a black millionaire woman and call yeah. it something else, but, but yeah. have it like as a biography and you're putting forward a false narrative. It's almost as though they wanted to touch on a lot of subjects that are happening out there today. 
just for the sake of it. The bit that they touched on with the lesbianism with um, Tiffany Haddish and the, and the woman, like, do we even know if that was factual? Did they just put that in there? There's history documentation that it may be that she was bisexual, but she did have three marriages. Okay. So, Who, Madam CJ or her daughter? Daughter as well. Madam CJ was married three times. They didn't yeah. show that. Mm-hmm. But my, back to my, that was my point that they could have done, if they wanted to touch on colorism, because the environment, it would have been in that environment. They could have done it in such a more subtle it would have or, been. or a much better way than how they did it. That's what I'm saying. It was they really could have touched on it in the way that it was happening. The reason why these women felt the need to perm their hair and straighten their hair was because of all the things that you said. Exactly. The, the two founders of the company, they weren't actually pitting against each other. Well, mm-hmm. The issue would have been the reasons behind why these women felt the need in their hair. That there is the colorism issue, isn't it? That How they're represented and why they thought that they, you know. And also know. what was an irritating was her relationship, how they actually portrayed Madame C.J. Walker. They made her seem like a typical, closed-minded, really business-focused, didn't give a damn about her family unless they... Her relationship as well. In the fact that her husband was such an arsehole, it kind of justified because her character was so bad. So it kind of like, well, yeah, we understand why your husband is so insecure because especially in that day and time when their gender roles were so defined, mm-hmm. yes, she might have been a feminist and a revolutionary. That's believable and they were in that time. But the fact that she portrayed, portrayed her with no regard for her husband and barely regard that for her counts. daughter... Sorry, how so though? I felt like they really focused on her as a businesswoman with no emotional... It just made her look harsh. And I felt like, even though her husband also looked harsh and ridiculous, it partly made it look like justifiable that she is... But they made it so much like she didn't have any... I don't agree with that. I don't think it was justifiable. I really like... No, I don't mean it's justifiable. I'm not saying her behaviour was justifiable. But you know, like I said, the people that watch it that don't do research are going to take it on real face value. She wasn't a like character and I'm not saying she had to be soft or anything like that but they just made it feel like she had no no regard for her family unless they were towing her line in such a way that I don't think it's real about businesswomen and I think it makes women who are in business who are parents or her family is like you can only you're like a super bitch and you don't care about your family you just focus on your business and everyone has to fall into line when that's not necessarily the case and again I feel like it's a remixing I, I get what you're saying yeah that's what I mean I get you I, I didn't read I that though I thought it was yeah, more I like she was in she was just really focused and that she uh, every time people around her which is often true that closest people around her were trying to take her off her path that's what I thought that was that's how I read that I didn't see it as like that she was being harsh or anything I just saw it as like she was just really clear on her vision I saw some of that. I just felt like it was very, especially it pitted the relationship. There was no, it's like all the women, most of the women didn't really have any type of good relationship with their men. It just seemed like you were... Yeah, that's, 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 yeah, I noticed that. And I was just like... That wasn't actually like totally true. Mm-hmm. Especially with her and her daughter. With her daughter mm-hmm. was totally a protégé. And that extra layer of like them having issues by all accounts, wasn't actually factual. And her daughter was like a borough businesswoman in her own right. Yeah, they made Tiffany seem like all that. And I just felt like you didn't need that extra conflict. It's that. That's what annoyed me. Why can't we just have a normal drama without extra layers of conflict that don't exist? Why do we always have to have this mother and daughter narrative like it's super dysfunctional? Like, what are you trying to sow a seed in society that 
you can't have a successful mother and a successful daughter and you both thrive. There has to be this schism that happens. It's really annoying. It's like that would have been a lovely story. That's where that's where I'm saying that the inexperience of telling a story comes in. And that's why it's like, we're going to tell this story how we feel, disregarding. Writers are told, writers and creators are told, so you've got to have conflict. You need conflict to, to display on screen. And then the, I'm not going to reduce their careers to nothing, but it just seemed very inexperienced that that's what you're going to do. Then, yeah, let's do that. Let's throw in all these surrealisms. And it's like, you haven't sort of thought this through. I just thought it was um, amateurish, to be fair. I think Maybe it comes down to selling a story as well. Exactly. Yeah, if selling it a story. If it was the but... true story, would it have been picked up? The problem is, who's actually making the decisions for these films to go ahead and these series to go ahead? But I just feel like we always have to compromise. Of course, and it shouldn't be that way. Annoying. It shouldn't. And I think that historical figures, man, they need to kind of be protected in some sort of way, you know? There was a great-grandchild was involved mm -hmm. the executive producer team from um, Madam C.J. Walker's side. I can't remember what her name is, but she is like the great-grandchild of the daughter that was adopted. Okay, yeah. She mm -hmm. was involved in it loosely and also now kind of manages the estate in some way but again i'm like i would love to see an interview with her explaining mm. why her intention allowed this. Mm -hmm. we've waited ages for a story to take place and you have it and it's not accurate not that hidden figures was accurate in all aspects either but i think there really was like a there was yeah. a genuine intent to educate people in the facts yeah. in the facts of what took place other than the usual white savior that was placed in here yeah. as well and they weren't pitting they weren't pitting black women against each other yeah there wasn't Do you know what i mean it's taking place and i just think this isn't serving us mm. I, I really wouldn't tell anybody to watch it Really, I'll just like, yeah, just avoid it, really. If At all. Or, or treat it like a melodrama, it's not factual. Yeah, yeah, definitely a melodrama. Think of it like it's one of those, the young, rich and the restless, or whatever. Dynasty. <laughs> it's that old school dynasty. That's what I'm trying to say. Watch it for pure entertainment and then flick it off afterwards. All right, so we didn't like that. Um, next, <laughs> next piece of news. Anyone got to, well, okay, I'll go if anyone. I just wanted to talk about um, the, well, the sad story about Bugsy Malone getting oh, in, a, in a, um, a quad crash yeah. with his bike, but then, but then it's this conversation around it. Should he be outside? What was he up to? Um, so if you don't know, Bugsy Malone's a grime rapper from Manchester. And he last, I think it happened last night, he was on his quad bike and I don't know how he just zoomed out and it's got licked down and his bike is properly totaled. The annoying thing is that there's video footage and people are sharing it. Um, and like some, I don't know who did it, actually filmed him on the floor or after he's come off his bike and he's in critical condition at the moment. I haven't heard any, I haven't checked any follow-ups. So I don't know how he is, but I think he's in critical condition. But the conversation is around, yes, social media is sharing it. And so whoever had the audacity to film him off his bike in pain, you know, potentially practically dying. And then there's the whole conversation, what was he doing out? And should he have just been at home? Was he, was he being reckless at that moment? Because people are like, you know what? Maybe he was just blowing off steam. Other people was like, you know, stay in your house. And there's a lack of, on some sides, empathy for him. And other sides are saying that so even if he was being stupid, he doesn't deserve to be. I mean, I think that's a general consensus. Obviously, he doesn't deserve to be in this situation. Mm. But at the same time, was he being reckless? It's, just, it's now the time to to be so thoughtless. 
Oh. I mean, I think it's too early to even talk, not not to take away from it, but I, do, yeah, I feel a bit uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? The guy's hurt at the end of the day. Yeah. And like, he's in hospital at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So who was actually that. filming? From what angle? Was it from their house or were they with them? Because basically I, I stumbled upon it because I didn't realise it because I saw him trending when I was going through Twitter. But I didn't know it was about that. I just thought it might have been a new track or something. <laughs> and then it's only because I saw someone, an actual person say, oh, prayers up for Bugsy. And I was like, oh, okay, let me look at the trend. And I didn't get it. I still didn't get it because there's CCTV, CCTV footage, which I didn't even understand what was going on until after I realised he was in a crash. But then there's also, it's not clear who decided to film and it's quite close. And I just, all I did was... It's like they've gone like, as a actually, like, like, goodbye and then you've stopped and filmed. Yeah, literally gone yeah, over yeah, know about that and, take, and, and wow. moving Bugsy Malone from this scenario, that is what people of... A newer generation that's standard yeah like true. when things happen when people are stabbed or people are shot or any of those kinds of things those horrible things happen people are always got their camera out filming on social media i mean you know people send that kind of stuff around all the time so that to me is not new it's just is a continuation of people not having the right kind of em- empathy and removing that from themselves it's like oh i feel like they feel removed because they, it's on their camera, they filmed it, it's not them, it's not their direct family, but it's always like, that's somebody's person. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why it's become so okay yeah. for people to think that they can film that kind of stuff and send it out. That's somebody's person, that, you know, they're hurt right now or they've passed or no one should have footage of, and this is, this is international, no one should have footage of, of someone's most painful or final moments. Yeah. The thing is, it's nothing new. The paparazzi were doing it. To, they'd film Princess Diana when she was in the tunnel dying. It's not new. It's just that it's more accessible for people now because they've got these devices on their phones and there's all these social media outlets. And I don't know. I just feel like people need to respect that. That is somebody's person. Mm. And how would you feel? And social and platforms need to get better at taking down inappropriate stuff. I know it's yeah. easy to say, maybe because I don't run a big conglomerate of social media platforms, and how easy is it to track every single user? But there has to be something, some but sort they of. They do it when they want to. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, they they want to you it. can upload something, yes, have a tune in it, and it gets removed like that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. why is it not that easy in these situations? Like really, yeah, that should be removed. That shouldn't even be something that anybody is seeing. To share it. It's like, why would you? Did you say CCTV as well? The CCTV, well, uh, sorry, CCTV footage is out there. It looks like it's black and white. It's kind of grainy. So and just, how is that out so quickly as well? Surely there should be something. Because if you said it happened last night and then it's on the news already. Or it wasn't on, even that it's on the news. It's on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, really, I, didn't, I didn't really want to go into it. I didn't want to see that. It's not something I wanted to see. I saw the story. Yeah. So, and then I was like, I don't want to see that. All the stuff that's going on, you don't want this on top of it. And... You know, I'm hope- I mean, there's this, all this madness that we're going through. I'm hoping that there's some sort of humanity gets restored and we start thinking a bit more mm-hmm. about when we get through this madness, how we treat each other and how we act. And yeah. maybe doing something like that is just going to be seen as so inappropriate and there's quicker measures, as you lot said, to shut it down much quicker because it's ridiculous. I don't know how all the, like, the CCTV footage got out. I really don't. But anyway, so yeah, it's, I guess, you know. Interesting. Awesome. I've already um, seen a couple of interviews with him and I found him 
an interesting character, kind of complex, and mm. has had a varied life. So I'm not surprised that he would be out on a pod in this moment because he seemed like somebody that's like, I'm going to live. Like he's foreseizing life in however he sees it. I get if you feel like I want to live and, you know, however you're going to explore that way of living because that's what you've decided to do. I think it's up to the human to decide how they're going to do that. But these are the consequences of when you seize life by the horns and you go for it. This is the ramifications of what can happen. It's like being on your cod bike anyway, it, you can put yourself in dangerous situations, but maybe that's what he wanted to feel. He wanted to feel acceleration. He wanted to feel dangerous. And this is where it's led him. Yeah, fair that. Okay, let's get some other news. Not so serious. Yeah, just, I think it's mainly about businesses that are taking advantage of this whole situation of us being under lockdown and quarantine and trying to think out of the box and just failing. So Topshop, <laughs> caught my eye yesterday. They, they tweeted, let me get it up because I was just like, really? Seven different social distances occasions and what to wear to them. So obviously they're trying to be like, right, you lot need to buy some clothes. How can we make you buy clothes? I know, let's just make some scenarios up that you're going to be doing. So for you to work from home weekly, I mean, sorry, work from home on a weekday, they've got like a whole outfit laid out, jeans, accessories, shirt, cardigan. I'm like, who is doing this? Who's spending? You know Topshop's expensive anyway, mm -hmm. so these jeans are probably like 50, 60 quid alone. <laughs> who is buying a whole new outfit just to stay indoors? And But also, like, what? For your lunchtime stroll, like a whole outfit, new trainers, because obviously we need new trainers because everyone's going to be seeing them. Denim jacket, again, accessories. And then for lounging around the house, this one I liked. It was actually quite hilarious. A crop top, jumper, <laughs> and some flared um, snakeskin um, trousers. <laughs> so we're definitely impressing the people that are around us. Um, oh, with a 30% discount as well. <laughs> yes, probably. Oh, and for sun tanning, for your garden sun tanning. Oh my it's like, gosh. come on, like, I don't think we should be looking to buy different outfits, etc. It's just a bit much. Okay, so devil's advocate, go on. I, was gonna say, I wouldn't be mad if it was ASOS and they actually had some good stuff. Loungewear, <laughs> loungewear. Like, loungewear. If it was Zara, I'd be like, mm -hmm, okay. Um, yeah. uh, devil's advocate, why, apart from maybe frittering away money that potentially we have to be saving because who knows what why not dress up at home what, what no that's that fine it's just i think what's really saying is like it's them trying to force it at you yeah and that is like the impressionable people thinking they have to have a new outfit because they're they're in um what's this new house party thing oh my friends are still gonna yeah. see me why don't they just use this time to talk about reusing what's in your wardrobe i know they need to make money somehow yeah, but they don't need whole new outfits with layers upon layers it's ridiculous i think if anybody is like exploring this new way of socializing with people online independent maker 
has lost their trade now. And if you are thinking, oh, I've got this new way to get out there and socialize with people and meet new people, definitely think to send your coins with independent makers and independent brands who are still making and are still shipping out. Definitely. Avoid all of the big boys because they're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about the little people who are not fine and have still not been given a bailout from the government as to how they're going to pay their bills. Spend that way if you're going to spend at all. But also, if you're not included in any bailouts and you have no money coming into you, absolutely do not spend. Mm-hmm. Like, just, <laughs> 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 in, your, in your garden and chill, like <laughs> you know, or go to the park and and open your window. Yeah, look out of your window. Like really, it's not that deep. Like the yeah. amount of people just sharing pictures in various ways on Instagram or going live it is like actually can't you just chill? Like just yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I I don't mind the entertainment though. I just don't. I don't mind. I don't mind. Especially like there's a lot of creators and stuff. They're doing a hell of a lot more bits. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. It just keeps you a bit entertained, really. I think like they they should they should be doing something if that's their craft and that's their path that they're in. Um, for sure, like this is a great time to do that. But definitely agree that if you if you don't have a stable income like you shouldn't be spending right now to be fair you shouldn't be spending unnecessarily at the moment because we really don't know what's going to happen really like, like, seriously just true. hold on to your coin right now man seriously that is true <laughs> it does feel that some people are kind of losing their minds though because like i said i'm a blogger and i'm on instagram every five minutes there's an instagram live and i'm like no what are they going to be talking about i don't want to grow is full of lives at the moment yeah but what are they actually talking about is it good content i'm eating toast oh my god i mean some of it is Following. Yeah, but following. it can't always be good content. It can't always be good content. I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan. Of no, not always. It can't because you have to. You have to. You have to actually t- try stuff and test it and keep testing. Do you know what I mean? To get the good stuff. So it's not always okay. Be good. And I think that comes, so you mean it's so part people of it. Are just starting out and finding their voices, they can do that. But for people who have already been established, maybe they should actually be coming out with some decent life stories <laughs> or not. Yeah, share something. I mean, I'm not someone who watches too many lives. I don't like it. I've never really liked the I'm driving down the street, I'm eating a sandwich. I've never really subscribe to it it can't it gets on my nerves but i agree that you know what you're never going to be able to police what's good and what's not because what you don't like someone else is going to be really really glued to and they're going to like the fact that someone's talking about their sandwich and how they're making it but it is a little bit like everybody and then people are rolling out their kids and everyone's everyone's kid is talented now and it's just like okay the thing though i think with a lot of bloggers or content creators they're kind of feeling like they have to stay relevant so they're just churning out mm. as much content as they need as they think they need to but like i said before it's just chill chill i don't the, the audience is still going to be there i don't think sharing your sandwich is really gonna help your situation <laughs> people just need to chill and use this time i think to collect their thoughts and <laughs> think about what they're gonna do next and what they're gonna share auntie sarita tell everyone to shut the hell up <laughs> Basically, go and sit somewhere. Which Bye. is terrible because I haven't even watched any of these lives. Watch <laughs> <laughs> live videos. <laughs> Just talking. That's mad. Okay, so okay, that's it. That's our new section. We wrap. So hello, I'm Auntie Farah, and you are listening to your aunties could never, ever, ever, 
And now we get to the segment where it's time for us to help you lot fix your lives. Between us five, we are the perfect combination of people to help you get there. Aunties knows best. I have a demo that came to me. Okay. Um, so it came via somebody that is about 40 years old. They're on lockdown with two or more children. Are they female? Female. And don't, they don't have a partner at this moment and they also don't have a vibrator. Oh, mate. Now, they are worried about ordering one in case one of the children get to the post first because they're all a bit, we want contact with the outside world. How old are the children? Teenagers. Are they opening their mum's box anyway? Right. This is the dilemma. (laughs) I'm feeling claustrophobic inside. I don't have access to an official peen. Should I get a vibrator? If I should, what would you guys recommend? Now, oh my I don't God, love what? a vibrator. Yes. Neither do I. However, I have researched... It's like you're getting one out. However, this is what I use. Yeah. They're meant to be completely discreet. So if it's in a completely discreet box, her children should not be opening her post. So what does she want? She asking for recommendations and she wants to know whether or not she should order whether it. Whether or not she should just ride this time out. Like, boy, boy. Know, just like, just ride it out. Like, <laughs> should I get a vibrator? And if I should, what would you guys recommend? Okay, so first of all, I think there's ways and means without having devices. If that's not enough for her, then sure. Order one. I have no recommendations. I guess there's websites that give lots of recommendations. Yeah. I mean, the infamous Rabbit, I'm sure that's a pretty straightforward one to go for. I, I guess that's pretty old school now. Yeah, I, I mean, I have no idea what's going on out there. I think there are sites that give good enough research and explanation of what each device could do. She definitely should order one if she wants to. Now's the time. The only thing I'm thinking, if she's thinking about her inner teenage kids, where's she going to find time to use it privately? I mean, teenagers, I'm assuming they find their own time, they'll find themselves in their room. But if they're all up under her, She's got to wait till like, what, 4am to break it out. And then... <laughs> I'm sure, if I can um, recollect, there's ones that you can use in the bathroom. So um, I'm sure I've got one. I think someone sent me one when I was... Um, hen party, that was it. Someone gave me a hen party vibrator and it was a little duck. So it just looks like a cute little duck and it vibrates. So maybe she can Google that and use it in the bathroom. Um, Until lockdown is over and either find the ping on what Tinder or whatever or get a proper vibrator then. So you're saying something that looks like a regular ornament or a regular everyday what thing. What if your kids are in the bath and they put said duck in the bath with them? She's not leaving it out. She's putting it away, hiding it still. And it will be just like, why have you got a duck in this drawer? <laughs> why are these kids so nosy? I don't they have the post. Before she addresses anything, she needs to address why her kids are so nosy and they need right. If you order, if something comes through the door and you sign for it, sign for it, put it down in it. Unless our kids yeah. are so unruly that they open things regardless because they're yeah. so excited. So they put a thing down, it's my order, go away. <laughs> Mate, it's not happening. So um, back to what I said before, what is she doing before? She ain't got no man. You said that she hasn't got a side piece and I've got a dilemma about side pieces as well and exercise. But um, she, what's she doing before? 
think the lockdown has heightened emotions. Uh, I don't have access to pee. Maybe I need a vibrator. Yeah. That's the dilemma. I don't have a vibrator myself, so I had no advice. So none of us actually have one. You guys would. Are you trying to tell us out of the five of us, none of us have a vibrator? I've got a vibrator. Okay, so maybe that's what we People are being very conscious of revealing their personal <laughs> life. What <laughs> um, else? Uh, I'm just <laughs> Mate, anyway. <laughs> I don't mean to say yet, anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, we'll just take that as a yes and move on. This is my dilemma now. Does a booty call count as daily exercise? Yeah. In this time. <laughs> oh, yeah. It depends what you're doing. depends what, how you're taking part. You know, they said that you can go out for an hour. Who's asking? Who's asking? There's people. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no booty to call, so it ain't me. But I'm just saying, like, people out there, I want to know what the, what the deal is. Like, if you go out and you're saying, I'm going for my daily exercise, and it's like, is there a time limit? Do you have to do it in the daytime? Can you go, like, at 4 o'clock in the morning? Can you go at 12 o'clock at night to go and have your daily exercise? If you can get from point A to point B and back within an hour, does that still count? I I swear, I don't know, I could be making this up, but I'm sure there is some type of something out there that you should be abstaining from sex at this moment. Yeah, there was something saying about... Oh, yeah. If you're not in a regular relationship, you're not supposed to have sex because apparently you can pass the virus on. That's it. But we can't be out of there because that person then doesn't live with you. They may... From a government standpoint... Yes, no. But you, but you could have, but you could have one person. You could have a special friend that you just have that one, you know, type of relationship with. Yeah, but you're not supposed to be meeting up with anyone that's not in your household. Yeah. So there's only special circumstances, like if you if you had like a no exercise is not one of those. If you share a child, then that maybe that's a loophole. Do you know what I mean? Like the child lives in two different has two different homes during the week. Yes, yes, That's a loophole. But other than that, no. Right, there's some people out there that are F them, mate. <laughs> have you seen, have you seen the, um, what I said? Oh, no, I, there was another one. It was this girl that um, she was hiding in the guy's... She went over to the guy's house and she was hiding and she had to jump from a two-storey window. I saw to get, oh, why? I saw the lockdown. Because the mum came back. Oh, shoot. Oh. Yeah, I saw that. That was mad. I mean, I, I mean, so it's going to be hard time for those who don't have regular... Um, regular partners yeah. but it is a time to really con- I'm, I'm actually happy for all, the, for all the guys that have like multiple women on the go and are really trying to juggle them eggs out there and now they haven't got any I'm quite happy <laughs> 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 unless they're staying at an ex's house yeah oh yeah there's that <laughs> one girl and now they're gonna have to just love that girl Love her. Yeah. But the yeah. problem is, the girl don't love them no more. Right. It's very interesting times. I think, you know what, your daily exercise, and sorry, it's not a good enough excuse. Booty call is not a daily exercise. Mm. Uh, it can be classed as, but it's too risky. You're going to risk your whole health for <laughs> for this random booty Good for them. Yeah. It's okay, this, so do you guys watch CZ Mills? Mm, not, yes. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, she came up with a dilemma which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, so she said that she was in opticians um, not too long ago, and just before shutdown, and she said that a woman came running in and she was panicking because she needed to get some colour contacts. Now she said that her 
husband usually works away, so she doesn't see him. She's been married to him for three years, and he doesn't know her true eye colour. And so she wanted to get no. a huge supply of these contacts, no. <laughs> basically, to, to, you know, to kind of keep up the lie while we're on lockdown. Do you think that is a big lie or a little lie? Husband. It's a, a whole husband. A whole husband, yeah. Why can't he see the contacts in her eyes? Presumably not. I mean, some contacts are good, and if it makes sense to the person, like, I'm assuming. Hold on, is she is she black? Is she white? Is she light? Is she dark? Don't know. Don't know. Okay. Don't know. Because no I mean, there's already levels of your dark skin, and you're trying to pull off blue eyes, and your husband don't realise. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, is it a big light or a little light? No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the extreme. Then there's something wrong with you as well. Like, no, I'm talking about the extremities. Like, imagine if your husband, your dark skin, you got blue eyes, and your husband doesn't get it. Like, that's mad. So. Extreme. So is that a big lie? <laughs> it's, a big, it's a big, well, do you know what? I ask if it's a big lie in context to, it's a big lie because why are you lying? But it's also it's a little lie because there's other lies you could be telling, like you're secretly got a whole family across town. That's a big lie, isn't it? As opposed to, oh, I got yeah. my eyes aren't brown. But yeah. it's a big lie in general to your husband because what the hell? Why are you lying to your husband about your damn yeah. eye color? What kind of insecurity? It's a, it's a, it is a small lie, <laughs> but it's a big lie because married. Yes. Do you remember a few days ago, there was a man and he sued his wife. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for being ugly. Yeah, yeah, for being ugly. For fraud, ugly. yeah. <laughs> before they got, yes, for fraud. Because before they got married, he'd never seen her without any makeup on. So he right. had this image of this woman in his head and how she looked and blah, blah, blah. And then they got married and obviously she wasn't, she woke up and he was like, who is this person? That's <laughs> not my wife. So he sued her for fraud. Because he said that is not who he married. I mean, sometimes I think men are so foolish when you don't men get the makeup levels because... Exactly. But I just don't understand. Do you think a woman has pink eyeshadow and was she born like that? <laughs> <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense. But I do also, that's also been my thing in my life. It's like very conscious of making sure whoever I'm with sees me in my rawest. I don't want you to tell me. Element. I don't Every want you to element. tell me that I've lied to you. This is me. It's my face. It's my yeah. eye colour. So I'm very conscious <laughs> my about hair. that. This is not yeah, my man. hair. You've got to see every part, whether it's short, long or whatever. You've got to see me. It's a well, I, I thought you were going to come up with a story. Um, there was a man that whose wife had lots and lots of plastic surgery. Yeah. And when they had kids. Yeah. Oh shit. They looked nothing like <laughs> the mum. Oh well, they didn't look like the dad either. And he was saying how the kids came out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he ever sued her or divorced her? I think he divorced he her because that wasn't her real face. I mean, that's fair too. I feel like, <laughs> I mean, that's fair. But I think if we go on like the sanctity of marriage, so you've married this person under whatever duress you married them. <laughs> I feel that the husband has a duty of care because there's clearly like some type of mental health issues that she's hiding True. her eye colour mm. and is so insecure about who she is and the form that she came yeah, in that's true. that she's like, I have to wear contact lenses. Yeah. So as the husband, when he does find out, because surely if he's in the house, he's going to see solution or stuff, you must now notice this isn't real. It's for that person to discard their, their shallow self and be like, mm -hmm. this is my wife now. I have to look after her and empower her so that she loves her eyes as they are. I'm presuming they're probably brown, but maybe she has blue eyes and she was changing them to brown eyes Absolutely. to fit in. Maybe.
Maybe oh. she was she was actually blacking up. This, this, this is a, blackfish. Maybe she was a maybe she's a black, blacking up. Yeah. Maybe she's a blackfish. And I've all seen that. But you know what? Sister, morning. I would just say, just accept yeah, hellness. But she can. But she still got blue eyes. Did she change her eye color as well? She was that? Everything about her. You know that woman. The the is she Dutch or German? Yeah, she's Dutch or German. Yeah. What color did she change? Yeah, no, she she did have um, blue eyes. She wears brown contacts. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But at least with her though, she um she she yeah, went full black though. Please explain. I've missed this whole story. What's this? What's happening? I'm going to find her name. There is a Dutch woman who has been on lots of daytime programs and she basically takes pills in order to black herself up and also changes her hair texture. She went to somewhere in Africa. You remember her, so she's like a black woman. Like, she considers herself an African woman now. Yeah, Yeah. okay, her. And she, I think she was known for having, like, the biggest boo job or something. Yeah. Yeah. She decided, I'm a black woman now. Yeah. Transracial, like, um, Rachel Dozol. No, okay, I know who you're talking about. I don't (laughs) know. But at least she went black, black. She didn't go mixed race. She didn't go light skin. She went black. Black. I'm black. Oh, black. Thank you. She was like, I want to see. Yeah, yeah. On the screen. That looks out of order. German. Well, German. That's it. Yeah. Martina Big. That's her name. Thank you. No, thank you, Martina. So, in answer to your question, I think it's a big little lie. Get the prescription, right? And then just come clean because you're in quarantine. If he's coming home to quarantine, you're not going to be in each other's space. There's going to be so much stuff that's going to start falling apart. If she's wearing a weave or extensions, they're going to start growing out. Her nails are going to start popping off. Your eyes, you know, it's, you're going to run out of solution, and then your guy's going to sting. You have to take him out anyway. So let's get it all out. With your contact lenses, it, it doesn't. It, it doesn't, doesn't like, make sense. Just come clean. It's a little lie, really. The it's thing a, is, though. Has her husband never seen any pictures of her before they got together? Right. This is the thing. Right. And also, I didn't notice. I feel like blaming you. So, I, I would go down that route. Like, listen, you're so shallow. I felt like I had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done this all for you, and this is too much for me to bear. Yeah, psychology. I like it. Jedi mind trick. <laughs> no, it's your fault, right? <laughs> yeah, it's true. And also in the seriousness of it, if, what if he's an abusive man and he's like, you've got to be like this a certain way and then he's going to, I don't know, might be manipulative, mind controlling, all that type of stuff. But first and foremost, get rid of them, allow it, just find your strength sister. You'll have so much more time on your hands as well if you just allow all of that stuff. That's what I'm saying. Anywho, so yeah, that's that's dilemmas. If you have any dilemmas, they could be business related, they could be personal, any dilemmas at all, feel free to email us at dilemmas.yourauntiescouldnever at gmail.com. Hey, 
I'm Auntie Shade, and you're listening to your Auntie's Network. And now we're about to go back, way back, back into time. Um, <laughs> so what we're talking about now is when we reminisce. So this week, if you guys don't mind, I want you to think about what you used to, what games did you used to come up with? Like everyone's at home at the moment because we're in quarantine. Like what games did you used to play to keep yourself busy when you was a kid? I was an only child for a long time. I had brothers, but that's, that's, that's never a story. But I, I spent a lot of time on my own growing up. I used to love, you know, in the old school tape deck recorders and you could record your voice. Yeah. 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 Make radio shows. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> I know. I would like put in a tape. I, I would make radio shows and I'd be like, introduce it. I have guests and everything. And I'd play different characters. <laughs> Listen, I loved it. My mom still has a tape today. Well, oh, I'm like, brilliant. You remember there's a Brugger crash? In the 80s. The, oh, the what? Oh, the Brugger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Type of me saying, today's news, there's a Brugger crash has happened. Like, it's so <laughs> like, I used to love doing that stuff. And I would, like, have news reports and I'd, like, inject music into it. And, oh, my, I used to love that stuff. And I, with my cousins, I would play restaurants. Yes. So, yeah. I, <laughs> I would do menus and all sorts of things. And there was only ever two things on the menus. It was like cream of mushroom soup. Occasionally, I'd mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Occasionally, I'd mix up. It'd be like cream of tomato soup. And then I would do like um, banana fritters. Because that's what I could make them. Type. Like, trust me, I used to love that stuff. It was great. Oh. These kids just don't know. <laughs> I never play. I, I, can't, I was trying to think if I played games while they were mad. I think I was very isolated. I used to read a lot, so I was a bit of a geek kid. I just, all I used to do was read, and I think I used to write stories. But I, yeah, I, I think I was pretty dry. I don't remember any games. I thought I had games, but now I think I just read a lot. Does it have to be indoor games? Well, any games? Yeah, yeah. I. I I love Runouts was like my favorite game to play. Runouts. Somebody was it, but you ran and hid. And as the person kind of got close to you, you had to try and run back home. Oh, it's okay. So <laughs> you would hide somebody, you'd see them, and then you would like run round the estate. So yeah, because I was brought up on an estate, it's like yeah. you had large areas to kind of run out around. Yeah. That was my favorite. Knockdown Ginger. Knockdown Ginger. I mean, Knockdown Ginger. Ginger. Yeah, sure. The best. The kids still play Knockdown Ginger anymore? Right? No. I don't know what Knockdown Ginger is. I think that'll be, I think that's dangerous. Yeah, it's <laughs> dangerous. I think that's dangerous. Imagine, imagine it's staying more dangerous now, but yet we've got more ways of communication and getting, you know, getting, calling for help. Well, back in the day, there were no mobiles. If you were kidnapped right. and dragged into someone's house, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> my mum would know for like a good 12 hours that's what I'm saying because you'd go out for morning and not come back exactly so if I was kidding that, 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 there's that window if my child tried to disappear like I'd be like where are you after five minutes like <laughs> calling them they're five minutes if she's five minutes late home so I know it's crazy to think isn't it actually yeah. go out for hours hours and yeah. hours I would leave like... in the morning and come back yeah my mum would yeah. out the window no no <laughs> and then I'd come back home and that was about seven o'clock. But I could leave it. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. dark. We found ourselves in places. I used to go, I grew up in Tooting Junction and then I remember me and my neighbour or whoever was we was knocking about with, we'd just walk, we'd be in Tooting, we'd be in Stretton, we'd just find ourselves in places. And I was yeah. like, my mum does not know 
where I am. My child never had that luxury. I know where my child was most of the time where she's all course, especially at that age, like seven, eight, nine, ten, And we were young as well, just walking around. The on your bike as well. Like, I remember I used yeah. to Alex and I said, get on my bike, and I said, just ride for time. Like, and I'd end up, I was at my grand's often, so we was in, like, Shepherd's Bush, and I would just end up in, it's not that far, but in them days when you're, like, seven, it seemed far. Yeah, yeah. Acting, and, you know. <laughs> far enough. <laughs> you don't see, you don't see yeah. kids walking up and down the streets. Like we were tiny and I was, I'm small already. So at seven, eight, nine, I was, must've been a little peanut. Like, where are you yeah. going? Walking street like that. But we were just oh. out there. We weren't allowed out, out in my house. Oh. Oh, we weren't allowed out. No, we weren't allowed out. So we had to really rely on our imagination. And we used to play, we used to make up games like chicken catcher. So <laughs> what? <laughs> So, like, so me and grandma, yeah. So one of us would be the chicken catcher, and the rest of us would be the chickens. <laughs> you can tell we was African. <laughs> we catch the chickens. <laughs> we to catch the chickens, basically, and put them back into the into the room, which was the coop, basically. So yeah, play that. that is so I, mean, I know. I was just about riding the bike and everything. I used to ride my bike in Wembley, which I used to live in Chalk Hill which is like where the big Esther is now. It doesn't exist anymore. But um, me and my friend used to do is ride down to Wembley Stadium and try and sneak in and see what we could see. But one time we got through the gate and we actually saw like um, Disney and I setting up. We just used to do stuff like that. But yeah, like we're seven, eight, nine. I can't even imagine just letting my seven or eight year old just go ride my, their bikes yeah never ever never happened. yeah not in my and time. you have to come in if you go to you got to a certain point it's like it's eight o'clock if i go in now my mom's gonna tell me to stay in so you're just waiting outside and just playing it's like <laughs> mad at the time when i was with my cousins when we set my cousin's house and they lived funny enough they lived in Wembley and we weren't allowed to go anywhere we had to stay in and I remember us sneaking out into I don't know what window we climbed out of. we climbed out of the window auntie found us and lashed us she mashed us up with a wooden spoon we got licks because I think I don't know we just literally climbed into the garden oh I can't I have like a blurred memory I remember climbing out of the window Auntie found us or caught us wherever we were. <laughs> we came back in and we got lashed with a wooden spoon. And I don't, we just used to just run around the house and all just, yeah, we, yeah, we didn't make up, we probably did make up games, I can't remember them, but that was a thing at my auntie's house. We couldn't go out. I remember one time um, my mum said to me not to go out and I went out. I was like, oh, I'm going out. I don't know what took me. I don't know. Maybe I never took my pills that day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm only going around the corner. I went around, literally around the block to a girl that house, a girl's house who I used to go to primary school with. And all I remember, my mum coming. I saw my mum coming and I was like, oh, you know, like you, the licks that I got that day was like different level she came with a stick and everything in her hand oh, wow. <laughs> my mum's not really that lady not outwardly anyway but she mm-hmm. was that day it was like yeah it was peak hi i'm auntie nana and you're listening to your aunties could never <laughs> almost time to wrap up but before we do what's made you sad mad or glad okay so today what's made me sad is i don't know been sad today um what's made me sad is um i almost went and bought ice and i didn't so it's made me sad because <laughs> i still want ice what's made me mad is um there's this rapper who's a this guy called he's a squeaky rapper i've stumbled on it i'm 
It's so annoying, and I'm sorry that it's not, I mean, it might not make anyone else mad. He's called, hold on, 645AR. <laughs> really? Is that his real name? I mean, his real artist name. 645AR is a squeak style rapper that sounds like Mickey Mouse. It's ridiculous. I stumbled on it. It's just. Is he a grown up? Is this a man? <laughs> yes, it's a grown man. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so. And exactly, I'm mad. Like, come on, man. <laughs> okay, so he's making me mad. And um, why mm -hmm. I'm glad. Um, it's actually harder. I feel like because I'm not doing anything, I feel like I'm. It's harder to think about what I'm glad about. So sad and mad are basically the same thing because um, I really wanted some Mr. Kipling's cakes today, but <laughs> I couldn't get into Sainsbury's, so I was sad about that. And I was mad because I didn't have time to wait kind of thing, so I couldn't have my cakes. <laughs> so, but I'm also kind of glad because I shouldn't be eating cakes, to be honest. So, um, And what I'm glad about is that Westworld is my new best thing, and I'm on season two and I'm getting through it. So I'm very happy about that. It's really good. Okay, my glad is Sade, listen to me. <laughs> yeah. It's a good recommendation, yes. Oh, okay, I'll go next. So my glad is that there's alcohol in my house <laughs> in abundance because drink is necessary sometimes. That's all I'm saying. I'm very glad for that. I am not so much mad and I'm not so much sad. I'm a combination of them both because... I work from home sometimes, right? Not often, but it's funny at the moment because everyone at my workplace is working from home. 90% of people are working from home, but they're really working. <laughs> so much, like today I've done so much. Like normally when I work from home, it's kind of at my own pace, isn't it? But, but now because everybody's, and everyone's trying to prove that they're working from home. So the amount of emails and stuff that I'm getting is serious. I had a conference call today already, and it's just like I've got invoices to do, budgets. It's just a lot. So that's got me mad and sad at the same time, but glad too, I suppose, because at least I've got a job and I'm still being paid. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? Amen. Um, what has made me sad, mad, and glad today? Sad. So I um, watched Walking Dead. However, I don't don't no spoilers i don't watch them when they come out so i like to leave a few so i can like binge throughout the day however i'm sad that i think i know what's going to happen because someone mentioned it in line and if that does happen then i'm sad that's my sad mad i'm mad at myself for taking all the things that i used to do for granted so like if someone said oh do you want to meet up for lunch da, 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 da. i'm like it's cold i just want to stay home in my blanket and watch tv <laughs> now i'm bored and I'm like, oh, man, I could actually just go out and meet some friends and socialize. So I'm mad at myself for taking things for granted before. Um, glad, glad to have Netflix because oh, boy. so many true life series. I'm obsessed. I think oh I'm going to have some kind of detective skills when we're out of lockdown because <laughs> it's been a lot. I've literally watched cold case stories, two series in like a day. Yeah, it's. I'm glad for Netflix. Thank you, Netflix. I haven't seen the Madam A. Walker thing, Madam C. Walker, because I've been watching True Life Crime. That's it. That's my sad, my glad. I'm feeling yours because I walked to the dustbin yesterday and I was like this to the fresh air. <laughs> 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 I'm outside. 
<laughs> so great. Uh, I, I am. I'm sad. I'm mad. I'm, I'm, it's a combo. Sad and mad at Donald Trump going on about oh um, getting people oh. to work from Easter. Yeah. His only oh, yeah. being. It's a good day. <laughs> no, he said it's a beautiful day. That's what he said. What kind of nonsense? <laughs> it made me it made me laugh, but at the same time I was like, wow, you also got voted in. So that <laughs> And will do again. You think that so? I do. This is okay. That's it's okay for this man to say this. And then I'm glad <laughs> marginally that I don't live in the USA. Just marginally glad that we are in the UK. And Boris is just maybe ten steps behind him, but it's still ten steps. Mm. That, that, that's my sad, mad and glad. And that is that. That's the end of the show today. So guys, tell us how people can get in touch with you. I'm Auntie AK and you can follow me on the British Blacklist <laughs> on all platforms. So that's Insta. Twitter is Brit's Blacklist because I couldn't give me all the letters. And Instagram is the British Blacklist as well. And we've got the British Blacklist website www.thebritishblacklist.co.uk if you'd like to get in touch with me, Auntie Sarita, I am Hey Sarita, H-E-Y-S-A-R-E-T-A, across um, all major platforms. Not TikTok, because I don't know how to use it. Hey, and I'm Auntie, Auntie Nana, and if you want to get in touch with me, you can find me on Love Yaya, that's L-O-V-E-Y-A-A, on all the platforms, Pinterest, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and you can um, find merchandise on my store at www.loveyaya.com. Support the independent businesses. Yes, do that. I'm Farah, and if you want to get in touch with me, you can do that on Instagram only because I am not as professional as my fellow aunties. And that is at Far Out Productions 77 on Instagram. Okay, and if you want to get in touch with Auntie Shade, um, Shade Salami, S-A-D-E-S-A-L-A-M-I, and Everyday Friday, so Everyday and Friday, so, so like Friday, but we'll do. Thank you. Hey, I'm Auntie Sarita, and you have been listening to Your Aunties Could Never. Head over to SoundCloud, Apple, or Spotify to listen back, and we'll be back next week with a new episode. Yay! Did it, did it, did it, did it.